Hello and welcome to Talk Radar UK, episode 61. I'm joined in the studio by Dave Mickleham. Hello. And Matt Cundy. Hello. How are how are you both? Cold. Yeah. Mix is cold. Yeah, he he cold. wants to wear his coat. What's wrong with him, look? He's like holding himself. He's yeah, embracing himself. Got the sniffles, Got the sniffles. Weak. If the people up in Scotland could see you now, Dave, they'd disown you. It's unseasonally warm, I'd say. Hey, it's not the syphilis. I was just getting pissed last night and I had seven or eight stills. I'm just hungry. Oh, right. Definitely okay. a lot of the sniff- sniffles. Oh, right. Go get him in Scotland. Good work. Good work. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen there's, there's two cones of Dave knocking about the office at the moment? Another, I've seen one. Yeah. Where's the other one? Oh, no. He's, well, he's not been in for a while, but... Yeah. But I've seen well, the existing one at the moment. Yeah, who's well, I don't know where he's working. He just walks past occasionally, and I sometimes think, get him out the corner of my eye and think, "What's Dave doing?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, Dave's sitting next to me. Oh, one of his clones. Oh. Tack of the clones." Mate. He's he's only got slightly slightly more ginger hair than you, though. Break it now. I can strawberry blonde man. <laughs> he's coppery. The other guy, I'd say, he's more yeah. like coppery. Like he's yeah, coppery yeah. bullshit. He's full on ginger. <laughs> But then the other guy, who was like a work experience lad that sat yeah. in with um, Games Master, who's sitting here. He was us. like he was like the edgy version of me, yeah, the nearing. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the only way we could tell them apart because <laughs> edgy they, evil twin. Because <laughs> one of them had an earring. It is weird, isn't it? Where do they keep coming from? I don't know. Con factory. Apparently, apparently, there's a little when you have to get work experience. Now you have to fill out a form, and when the box is just looks like meats. So yeah, right, so you don't tick that. You don't get work experience. Right. Apparently. Like merge the picture to see. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, does, face he look, off. does he look enough like him? Yes. It's quite unnerving though, isn't it? Unsettling. I like it because mm. I like watching Meeks on edge. <laughs> Makes Meeks feel uncomfortable right. as well. It's yeah. not right. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like it. It was like a little while well. before he noticed the other one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I had to point him out. So he's only sitting behind me as well. Was, oh. Yeah, of all the places, of all the, you know. Pod people. Doppelganger and he works yeah. right, he happens to come and work right behind you. It's weird. Yeah, it's, just, it's good. It's weird, isn't it? It's good. Should we should we move on with the rest of this podcast, or nah. should we just carry on talking about this? I, I am can't. enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, they're not as Scottish as me, though. No, that lad is from. He's from Edinburgh. Is he? Yeah, from yeah. Octomacti. Mate, he is. He's, yeah, no, he's, he is. He's, no, he's from Octomacti. He's from yeah, Octomacti. Yeah. yeah, where uh, the proclaimers are. He's the, thir- the third proclaimer. I yeah. think he gets called. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's let's move straight on with the news. Mm. And um, and I've got the first news story today. Oh, lucky you. Ooh. And the first news story is uh, Microsoft are planning to um, uh, put $500 million into the launch of Connect. No. That, that's sick. That's a lot, right? That's a lot of money. That's half a billion. That could save NASA, that sort of money. Could, could, could save, it? Put I a don't think it's a business, eh? I don't think it can. Yeah, they're a bit like cuts, mate. Cuts, mate. Cuts, moon spending's down. Moon spend. Yeah. I, th- I don't think. Uh, half a billion dollars would pay for one engine. Probably wouldn't, a, would a it? Rocket. No. Pay for a monkey to send into space. <laughs> pay for a monkey, but he'd just be sat around for ages. You could pay for like an expensive plastic ass. ball, and you could kick it really hard and see how far <laughs> up into the air it went. That would probably be about a five hundred million dollar NASA project. Yeah. we're it? not downgrading the NASA program, but yeah, Kevin, kick this ball up into the air and see how far it's it goes. It's got a monkey in it. Yeah, he's got his own suit and everything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, in, in all seriousness, five hundred million dollars is is a, it's a lo- hell of a lot. It's Looney Tunes, isn't it? It's the um, it's the biggest launch of any um, any hardware or or anything related to to games ever. It probably didn't cost Bobby Kotick that much to build the first Death Star. No, exactly. <laughs> I think it cost him four hundred and eighty-five million dollars <laughs> uh, to build the first Death Star. Yeah. Five hundred million dollars because. 
they're they're not treating it as a as a peripheral launch like move. They're not like treating Sony's it like move. a piece of shit as like yeah. all the gamers and stuff. Yeah, like, they're yeah. Getting in. yeah. What's this piece of shit? Yeah, um, exactly. They're they're actually you know putting a hell of a lot of money behind it. And compared to what Sony did with with uh, the PlayStation Move, they only spent was it one million dollars? Well, I think it, it, to me it just stinks of this thing isn't going to sell itself. Right. Yeah. We we need to put some serious money behind it. Wow. Because, yeah, what, how much was the move? Uh, how much did Sony spend on move? One million dollars per territory, I've got written down here. Thrifty. That is thrifty. <laughs> and, it's done, and it's done reasonably well. Exactly. They'll have a decent return on it, won't they? Except Patcher says, or oh, Patcher, yeah, he's Patcher. out He's out with his magic eight ball. The MP. What, yeah, getting the old answers. And he said it didn't sell uh, uh, nearly enough um, as to what Sony was expecting. Lower than that. And what were the expectations? Expectations is the one. <laughs> Normally, it's in line with expectations. Yeah. Is that's way if they're a little bit disappointed, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they sold. Was it? I think it was like one point five million in the sad. UK. That's quite a lot. Sounds right. I'd almost pay for the advertising. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost. Almost pays for that man out in the street with a sandwich board saying, "Get your PlayStation Move here." Yeah. Exactly. A couple of posters. A couple uh, of posters. Should, yeah. Shall I tell you what the uh, apparently what the five hundred million dollars is going towards? No? Uh, yeah. Move on? Yeah. No, go oh, on. I'm going to tell yeah. you anyway. Yeah. Uh, 7,000 retailers will get paid to stay open past midnight. Right. It's quite a lot. 400 million cans of Pepsi. So hang on. So midnight launches normally then, who funds those? Normally it's the game shops if they think there's enough demand. I don't think it is. I think it's, it's the, the I think it's the publishers. Is it really? really? Yeah. I never I knew, knew that. that. Yeah. Should, might have, Snap. Let's phone a game shop and find out. Because they, they, yeah, we should do that. Well, I don't know. have to ask me manager. Get your, get your car pitching that meeting. Seen it in the street. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to find out. Yeah, yeah, we should check that out. Maybe. Um, yeah, probably won't. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> if we're honest, probably too much won't. Like it's never journalism. gonna happen, is it? <laughs> Far too much like journalism. <laughs> it is. Um, if there is um, anyone that works in a game shop listening, then you could always ring the Games Radar hotline and enlighten and, us and leave, leave a little message yeah. to enlighten us. Yeah, big, big time. Uh, Four hundred million cans of Pepsi. 60 million cans of Kellogg's cereal boxes will plug connect. Did you say 60 million cans of cere- Kellogg's cereal boxes? <laughs> no, right? 60, no, I said 400 million cans of Pepsi and right. 60 million Kellogg's cereal boxes. Right, okay. Yeah, I might have said cans of cereal <laughs> boxes. It would be good if I've cereal did right come now. in cans, wouldn't it? I quite like <laughs> would it? Have the tin opener with, on this. With milk. It already in it. Oh, that yeah. would be good, yeah. But they only like... They'd be soggy, though. Yeah, they only rehydrate. Oh, they would be soggy. When you open them. So uh, like, there's some magic in there, like space alchemy. cereal. Yeah. yeah, space cereal. So when you open it, that's when right congeals. Yeah. <laughs> I can have a special milk widget in it. Ah, uh, yeah, a midget, a midget, <laughs> a, midget. <laughs> a milky midget, milk midget in the bottom of your tin. Mummy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's um, there's going to be a partnership with Burger King. Obviously, they'll plug anything. Fucking animal uh, killers. Times Square major launch event. Yeah. Yep. Uh, YouTube front page takeover. Wicked. Time magazine adverts. Brilliant. Billboards. ABC's Dancing with Stars plug. Ooh. Um, which is what Strictly come dancing over here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fox's Glee plug. Brilliant. And uh, Steven Spielberg producing the marketing push for Connect. Oh, Stevie. That, apparently that was Stevie. cleared up. That all that re- is referring to is the fact he appeared at E3. Apparently yeah. that's got a little bit confused in the, yeah. the report. Oh, so he's not actually doing adverts, right? No. no, no he's not making that. like no. Indiana Jones and the Connect. <laughs> Connect. Doom. So, th- so this is this is what the industry would call a hard, uh, call a hard launch. It's pretty. It's going hard. It is going hard. Not a flaccid compared, launch compared to Sony's flaccid launch of uh, of Move. Move. But yeah, I've, I'm totally with Matt on this one. It's it's got a, the old whiffs of the this ain't gonna sell without 
a lot putting it into serious, the eyes. Serious yeah. campaign. They're going to get it out there to because they. I mean, I think we've established before we're not the intended no. targets of no. this thing. No. Um, so they need to get it out to people that go to Burger King. I don't. I I eat Kellogg's box cereal, so maybe. But I'm that's the, the thing. It needs to. Yeah, you are. You the are only, mate. It, I don't know. The only to me, the only people talking about Connect so far are, are lifestyle magazines, possibly, yeah. and the gaming press, and yeah. that's not good enough for Microsoft because. No. Um, know, so we're not even talking about it. We are talking about Can't it now, mate. Like, so, well, right now, don't wake us. This is happening, mate. <laughs> We've been forced by a news story <laughs> not, to talk about it. You're not going to wake up with mucky pants, mate. This is happening <laughs> now. <laughs> um, the other thing, um, I did actually Ooh, you contact... you into my story? Yeah, I was just going to say, I did actually do a bit of uh, journalism Bloody on this. Bloody hell. Right? Yeah, I know. I Freaky. don't know what's going Step on. Step back, we were in Burnson. Um... Pulitzer Prize it's mine um, no I just emailed <laughs> Microsoft right, okay. I, email, I emailed Microsoft to find out because that everything that they talk about in that is very US centric and I know this yeah. the, I think the story basically came out in the New York Post was it it was the New York Post um, so whether they are just talking about it from a US audience interest yeah. I don't know but I just wanted to clarify if that money is just is for the actual global campaign launch yeah. you know are we going to be getting all the Burger King yeah. stuff and because the Times Square thing obviously well, That's, unless they're going to fire gonna, us all it, over there. Yeah, is there going to be a similar Trafalgar Square event? Yeah. So I'm sure there will. I haven't heard anything back yet. Oh, I thought he was going <laughs> to. I thought he was going to tell me that that they got back to you and said Microsoft nope. is nah. not comment and rumor or speculation. Nah. So maybe well, if if you know, I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, because from everything I read there, it almost sounded like that was just even yeah. a, for the US campaign. But that would yeah. be madness, wouldn't it? Have you have you seen adverts for it anywhere else? for connect like just out, out on the street and stuff like yeah. walking past game stores I saw someone hanging up loops yeah and with a little free <laughs> spell, gift spell it? out yeah. spell out connect spell out connect yeah. Yeah. yeah just weird that that, that's where that five hundred million dollars went to mate. Good making the magnetic loops yeah yeah that yeah. formed the taste the a bit tinny but yeah but I, I haven't no um, the same with um, the same with PlayStation Move as well mm. I, a, a lot of my friends from um, from back up north like they do have electricity up there now, and and they also have television. So as she well. makes from the Young Offenders place. Yeah, from the Young right. Offenders, um, <laughs> Borstal, mate, right. Borstal, we yeah. call it. Um, and basically, they was they was like asking, "Oh, what's this PlayStation Move?" They had no idea what, what it was, it was uh, at all. It seemed said, like Sony deliberately kind of put it out quiet. Yeah. It was like like a, a soft launch compared to yeah. Microsoft's hard launch. Well, you yeah. said that, mate. We said, well, we said flaccid. Did you say soft launch? We said flaccid. Did you? Sorry, I'll just go over old ground. <laughs> Have we talked about the monkey and the ball being kicked into space yet? <laughs> yeah, we've, we've done, done that, that as well. We've talked about the hanging whoops as well. I'll mate. get back. I'll get my scripts again. I mean, I'll get back on on track here. I'm losing my mind. Get, get back on again. But but no, um, they they didn't understand. Well, it's not that they didn't understand, but they hadn't Witchcraft. even noticed like what it was or you know what it was supposed to do. And I'd, the best way to describe it to someone that doesn't really know what it is is um, it's it's the Wii Sony's yeah. Sony PS3's Wii version. Yeah, um, that's for, fair enough for the man on the street. Mm. That's that's all the explanation they need because that's exactly. how they understand it. Exactly, exactly, but. I sort of fear the connect thing because you don't have any sort of point of there's no mm. reference for it. It's like playing games, but you're not. It's like being a connected. kid again. Despite the title, you're not connected because there is no connect. feedback. There is no connect. There's no feedback to what you're actually doing mm. apart from seeing it on. Feel screen. pretty 
disconnected with the whole thing. Ooh. It is. It's just like being a four-year-old pretending to drive a car again. You yeah. Know, like in the back of the car going, Mee, yeah. like that, you know, pretending you've got a steering wheel. We said all this before. We've made these analogies yeah. before, but yeah, yeah. we're going to make them again. On, uh, just do it again. <laughs> just roll them out again. Ground on PlayStation Move, are we allowed to talk about any of those games we're playing for on Friday? Yeah, well, we're allowed to talk about... Yeah, because we're not reviewing them. He just said we're not allowed to talk yeah. about the review. Yeah, that fighting game shit. Do you not like it? Nah. Well, I enjoyed when I was uh, doing the old... Can't even, what's yeah, you was called? when you was windmilling. The, the windmillings are surprisingly effective technique. What, what is this game we're talking about? The fight? The fight. The fight. The fight. I, I thought it was all right, but I think having to... Um, like playing it in the office isn't the best place to do it because any sort of movement in the background like takes away from the camera mm. and and that like stops from it stops you from being able to connect properly um, but I think when it works it does work quite well but we was fighting that glass jaw for what maybe maybe half an hour well, no did anyone beat him no. no beat everyone at least yeah. twice I did feel like I was putting a lot of effort in yeah, and it wasn't really being converted yeah, into this, on this screen. Is, yeah, well, I, mean? I, like, I know That's we're going off off uh, topic here, but um, basically, when you when you're playing that game, you want it to measure your um, your abilities. So, mm. like, if it's one to one, you should be able to uppercut when you want. You should be able to bring down a hammer fist whenever you want. It should be like easy, normal, hard mode, like any other normal game. Yeah, and then the 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 characters that you fight against they adjust yeah um but at the moment it's like you want to do an uppercut you've got to unlock that you want to do like a hammer fist you have to unlock that oh i didn't realize that yeah oh, and so like and and your power that you're putting into it like you could throw like the hardest punch ever but it would only be like as as hard as your character as hard as your character's power in the game that wasn't satisfying no no so Unless there's like a simulation mode, which would be quite nice. Mm. And I think Hooters made quite a good point about why did it even need like an energy bar? Because yeah. you put so much energy in, surely you'd naturally you'd get tired. So that would be enough of a. It's not like yeah. you haven't got a, a. You don't need to feel. You don't need to see an indication of how tired your character is because mm. effectively, for a game like the fight, you are almost that character anyway. Yeah. So it should be. You're t- when you get tired, yeah. you're tired. Your character, you know, that's onto your character, you know? Yeah, because it also it measures your um, your stamina and it tells yeah. you how many calories you burnt off and all this what, in between rounds. Yeah, measures so, yeah. your inside. Measures no, your inside leg. leg. Yeah, inside yeah. leg. Like yeah. Cops you, tells you to cough. Cough. <laughs> all, that, all that stuff. Um, so, so, yeah, $500 million on the Kinect launch. Boom, well, yeah, it's money yeah, well spent. Yeah, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just give us a monkey yeah. and a ball and I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the next story, oh. uh, Meeks, you have this one, and uh, you've been you've been away recently to play a game. Uh, yep, the game was Red Dead Redemption, oh, Undead right. Nightmare. Ah, uh, the new DLC. And I got wet in the say the hallowed turf of Rockstar's offices in London, which was very exciting for me. Yeah, it's the first time I've been there. Their offices are amazing. They've got what we dogs that run about. One of the dogs has got the softest fur I've ever felt in my life. It's they got two nice. dogs now, I think. I thought they had a bulldog. I had heard about a bulldog, but I've not seen the bulldog for maybe a while. I'm, but maybe the, I'm making the bulldog up. But the the other the small dog. Yeah, the small dog. When that first came into the office, I was there on the first day when they first brought it in, and it did like a massive shit right next to where I was sitting. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they wasn't very happy about the dog doing the shit. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, the game's really good. Very yeah. very good. I almost think it's some. Um, 
just about the best DLC they've actually done, not just for Red Dead, for any of their GTAs as well, maybe just after Gay Tony. Uh, Single player's probably a new big big proper adventure. It's not just a little tacked on few missions. Apparently it's going to run about five or six hours. So it actually feels like something yeah, brand yeah, new. Yeah, it, like it feels like something brand new because it actually launches just like the um, the DLC for GTA 4. It launches mm-hmm. in a separate window so you, you, there's a separate option for it in the main menu so it kind of launches separately from the main game. Ah, right, I see. Um, and from what I got to play of the single player, it's, it's got a, like a fantastic ambience. It really kind of captures that kind of B-movie style of like kind of light-hearted yeah. zombie films. Is it always in the dark? No, no. Um, the weather system is tied to you clearing out graves and yeah. other zombie-infected areas. So you usually have to go to a cemetery and burn some coffins. And yeah. while you're burning these coffins, you get attacked by the hordes of the undead. Uh, you clear out these areas. The of, of the undead, do you say? The paws, yeah. Paws of the undead. Paws of the undead. Right. Got to clear out their paws. Right, get, okay. Get between the nails. And, uh, so you clear out these areas, and, which have usually got a boss zombie. Uh, you burn the coffins, and then the area will cl- uh, clear up. So the weather, which is usually stormy, will suddenly become sunny. Oh, so, so that's a kind of how like you can. A, like a calmy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to yeah, the yeah. So you can right, you okay. can chart your progress by looking at various parts of the map. And think, oh, that's well, good. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. And is it all the map from? Red yeah, Dead? yeah. It's all the map. Um, it's not all open to you immediately, just right. like the original game. I think you start in uh, the third section of the main map, so the section you play last. Yeah. Um, in Red Dead Redemption, like the Great Plains are where you've got your ranch. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where the game opens and then the rest of the map opens up t- towards you. So uh, I got to see a cutscene involving Seth, yeah. the old Gollum guy oh, yeah, yeah. out of Red Dead Redemption. Oh, Steve Buscemi. I think yeah. he, he's basically involved in the whole zombie outbreak. It has something to do with his oh, grave digging. Well, yeah, section of the body, doesn't he? Yeah. Necrophilia. Well, I, I, I don't think... Did he ever go that far and says he actually yeah, well, sex he says He says that he prefers to um, talk to them and be with them and then, like, it sort of verges on the... And, you know, have a little bit of a dip in one of them. Mm. Dirty filth. But, um, so, is it going to be co-op? Yes, there's a... Woo-hoo. Uh I don't want to swallow too much of the co-op because I'm going to write about it this afternoon, but there is a co-op mode that works quite similarly to a Left 4 Dead and a Call of Duty World at War Zombies. It's kind of oh, like really? a, mix, a mix of them. Ooh, so it's all very man. much focused on co-op rather than competitive and it's very very good are you on are you playing it on 360 or yes yeah yeah in the the, the superior version in the single player do you get do any of the characters that die in the game do you see them as zombies interestingly the strangers some of the strangers from red dead redemption appear as zombies so apart um I think one of the characters came across Mrs. Horlicks. I think that's how you say her name. Who had lost her husband. Yeah, like the old crazy bride that you yeah. come across at the oh, church. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's, because um, you actually have to, I think that's Coots Chapel. Mm. He, that was one of the areas I, I cleared out in the single player. And she appears as one of the zombie boss characters. Oh, nice. so. I'd like quite like to see the, you know, the guy, the old dude who's keeping his oh, wife. I shot in, the old in... guy. I felt really bad after I did that. Because I, I thought that was actually just... I had no indication that his wife was dead. Yeah. I just thought, oh, I'm bringing, I'm actually doing something nicer and bring this old man flowers for his old wife. Spoilers. And then you, you find out the guy's actually off his 
But do you see do, do you see them in Undead or not? Well, they might be in it, but I didn't. I certainly didn't come across. I, mean, I quite like to see the wife. I only, I I only see the wife played prison. quite a small part of the map, but I'm um, carrying her flowers or something. I got yeah. to see the new zombie horses, which are faster and stronger than normal zombie uh, horses, but they they're quite rebellious, so they'll, they'll go off on their own track. Oh, little tinkers! And also got to see some of the mythical creatures in the original game. The mythical mythical creatures was like a it's like a leopard that went around mm. Mexico. Leper. Leper, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a leper. Yeah, sorry. He yeah. ran around Mexico like a brown paper bag over his head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a Kodiak bear, a wolf, and a massive boar. In this game, there's going to be like four different horses of the apocalypse. Mm. I found War, which is, he was on fire. So the good thing about that is because all the zombies are weak to fire, if you just run through big hordes of them on your horse, yeah. just running through them will set them all alight because the horse is on fire. Yeah. That's good. If you see that link. Yeah, 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 yeah got it. And there's also like a, a funny rabbit thing. Jackalope. We were talking about this yesterday, a jackalope, which is like a rabbit with big antlers. Yeah. So that's, I didn't see that, but I saw a screenshot of it. Um, jackalope. The, the weapons are brilliant. Right. And there's a new gun called the, the Blunderbuss, which yeah, is essentially like a big, a big elephant rifle. Yeah. And it, it, the, it works ammunition-wise uh, just with zombie parts. Right. So you just have to loot their corpses. Like you'd loot people for ammo in your yeah. first game and that will fill your gun and doing that either you can do this amazing melee kill where if you get close enough just like in the first game you do melee kills with your your uh, firearms and they just they blow up and they go everywhere it makes it with the dead eye mode and just seeing them essentially so explode what, like intestine full pinatas and so to make, to make, uh, dead eyes great so to make the blunderbuss work and you do you do what you feed it bits from zombies. yeah you feel you feel it you, you don't actually see him loading it unfortunately with and then it fires zombie but, bits yeah, but you don't really see it fire zombie bits. It's just but it is powered by zombie parts, but you never really see of course, the requisite parts going in or coming out of the gun. Usually how, it's just a big explosion. How do the um, the bosses work then? Because obviously, like, when you was playing through Red Dead, there wasn't... Well, the, 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 I say bosses. They, they're not that much diff more difficult to kill oh, than regular okay. zombies. It's a bit like having a general in one, or in yeah, one of the... When you're yeah, kind of, like I, think, I think they take a few more hits, but essentially... If, I certainly the, the boss I came across I killed her in one hit with a blunderbuss. The blunderbuss pretty much kills anything in one hit. But if you're not if you're not using the blunderbuss because you can't overuse it because if you just keep using it it blows everything the bits. So there's no yeah. more essentially parts to harvest. So you have to mix up with the normal guns. So you've actually got some corpses to loot. Right. So if you're using the normal guns, the big thing is you have to only headshots kill them. Yeah. So that makes it quite tense and and like left for dead. There's four different types of zombie. Um, right. There's your normal zombie. Yeah, regular. There's things called bruisers, which are really bloody annoying. They're like big American football-style yeah. zombies that charge you and knock you over. There's mm. things called wretchers, which are kind of like the the spitting bastards in Left 4 Dead. I can't remember what the spitty ones are called in Left 4 Dead, but the, yeah, yeah. the, the hurl spitters. Yeah, yeah. Spitters, yeah, let's say that. The hurl, <laughs> the uh, projectile vomit, yeah, and... The other things are called uh, bolters, which are kind of like hunters from Left 4 mm. Dead. They, they um, scurry around in all fours and they're really quick. So, yeah, that makes the combat really interesting. So, are there, are there loads of them on screen at once? Yeah, tons. Like um, like Dead Rising style of tons? Not quite that, but certainly Left 4 Dead still. You'll, you'll certainly get like 20, 30 odd oh, right, okay. on screen at once. So. Do you think zombie design is getting a bit... Could do with a 
yep. having a new sort of it's, it feels a bit lazy almost you've got the big ones the regular fast area it, do, it does spitter. make it it does make it really interesting we're just having them in this like western environment I mean it's it's a really nice juxtaposition good I didn't even say that word properly it said juxtaposition juxtaposition we, we'll get that out juxtaposition. with editing oh, we won't get that out with editing yeah you did make him sound stupid yeah, yeah. um and you also, so you saw the single player, you also got a sneaky peek of the multiplayer. Yeah, I've played a few Ooh. rounds of the multiplayer. Uh, it's called Undead Overrun. Okay. And it works, uh, it's kind of like, it, it takes elements from Left 4 Dead and Nazi Zombies, so you're not in a right. confined con, uh, confined space like you're in Nazi Zombies. Mm. They are... If you played the Liars of Cheats map or the other de- DLC, which I can't quite remember what that was called. Uh, Cheats and Liars. Was it Legends? Legend? I can't, well, I can't, whatever the other one was called. Yeah. Uh, they, they just convert areas of towns from the, the uh, main single player into the multiplayer map. So you'll have like the small towns yeah. and they're converted into like Armadillo. That'll be a map. Okay. Uh, uh, Thieves Landing, that'll be a map. Yeah. Um, I think I played the little town around Coots Chapel. I can't quite remember though but um, yeah essentially these little shanty chains which do get overrun by the, the hordes undead uh, the thing that makes it a bit more tense and uh, or, or it makes it as tense as the Le- Left 4 Dead or COD Zombies is you're always under a time limit mm. so coffins will spawn up at different points of the map and you have to reach these cof- coffins to increase your time and also yeah. get new ammunition um, and you really you have to work in a team you have to work in quite a small compact little group uh, you, you have to revive each other and it's just I mean the the weapons you get there's more weapons than are in the single player like for instance in single player you get holy water which burns them yeah but things uh, they're almost like modifiers in multiplayer so if you use um, the holy water in multiplayer it actually yeah. acts as a lightning strike no. so it'll like vaporise all the zombies in there but also nuke your teammates if they're too close but um, yeah, it's, it's just reward, it's, it's, reward. That, yeah. it's massively yeah. hectic and it's just really, really good fun. Good, good. You're going to be doing a, a little article on that? Yeah, or be, it sh- should be up now. That'll be up today. It depends when you're downloading yeah. it today. When will this be up today? Uh, this, Midday? Well, well, this will be up on Wednesday. Well, yeah. Well, it, it'll be up at six o'clock on Wednesday, so you okay. can, can read it then. Good, good. Nice, Matthew. Hello. You you have the you have the final story. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, this is about. Yes. Oh, why do uh, I always get the ones about sex? Ah, uh, hmm? you chose this as well. Ooh. Weird, mate. Weird. Um, this is to do with a uh, a survey. Apparently, mm. came out and said that gamer girl gamers. Yes. Um, mm. get it on. More, on. more than girls who aren't girl gamers. What? Does that make sense? Yeah, get get perfect, what on? Yeah, get, 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 game, just get games on. It's a, this is in Cosmopolitan. Turn it on says, more games, yeah. It says, A recent survey shows that women who play video games get it on more than those who don't. Four times a week versus three. If you don't have a Wii, hit up an arcade together. You'll be in mandate heaven, and you'll win too. <laughs> Cosmopolitan. It's weird. Like I was just in <laughs> is that what Cosmopolitan said? Was that's, that how they reported that's it? That's it. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, that is their weekend tip. 
the weekend tip was do this good. with so him. Go west and Supermare, go in an old arcade and play all the Wii's. And you'll get a bang against the side of a time crisis machine yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, little knee trembler. That's romantic. <laughs> <laughs> See, I only remember like dirty old men down at the down at the arcades. It's perfect then, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> fine, fine then. <laughs> Bound to get a little uh, little service in. <laughs> oh God! Oh, so that's also why they get on more often. They get on the normal amount with their boyfriend, and then they go down the arcades, and then. They're a yeah. dirty old man has a way it's the extra time <laughs> so is this this changing her slot this is this is basically uh, uh, this is mainstream media doing trying to do game like, coverage game coverage <laughs> yeah. you can have sex if you play games uh, it's probably true because there's probably so many if a, well, well I know what Meeks is like if he sees a girl and she's playing a game frig me yeah. it's like yeah. his trousers are off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous that's it's not straight yours straight down yeah um <laughs> I don't know. I can read into that what you will. Well, well, I think it's all there, mate. It's all, it's all, all there. It's all said, isn't it? I mean, is that true? How do they find this out? I don't know. But if you are, if you are a lady of uh, who listens to this podcast, then do do let us know. Do you have a lot of sex? Do you have a lot of sex because you play games? Mm. Like, has your sex increased because you've got a console now? Do you have sex in arcades in do, Western Supermare? Yeah, <laughs> because if you do. <laughs> Expect to see Dave Dave Meagle on down <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. I'll bring my big bag of fifty P's. Oh, is that Ooh. what you're calling it nowadays? <laughs> Skin suit. <laughs> Small change. <laughs> and we're spent. Literally. It's time for the appreciation section. And uh this week it's one from Dave M. What have you got for us, Meeks? Here we go. This week, what I will be talking is, about... Enter the Matrix. Enter the Matrix. Enter the Matrix. <laughs> no, that's... Because that's shit. Yeah. Uh, this week, I will be talking about Shenmue. Ooh. On the Dreamcast. Ooh. And Tally already done this. I feel like he has, hasn't he? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, he's done it, yeah. So it was good. Yeah. Um, Moving, the, on. Uh, Moving on. What, what have we been playing? Yeah. I've yeah. been playing there uh, loads of... <laughs> Shenmue. Uh, Shenmue. On the Dreamcast. <laughs> on the Dreamcast. <laughs> Okay, well, so what what made uh, Shenmue so so special for um, you? Shenmue, I think it came out late ninety, no two thousand. I think it came out about Christmas two thousand, something yeah, like that. About that, mate. Yeah, uh, at least over here, I think maybe ninety nine in Japan. But uh, at the time, it was the first game that really took like, I feel like it took like RPG elements and put them in like a contemporary environment. So. Mm. Even though it's technically a, a Japanese RPG, it wasn't like a JRPG where you're in some mythical realm battling the flying bikini-clad dragon, like dragons yeah. or yeah, some bullshit yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it's quite a very grounded game. Probably one of the most grounded games that had come out ever, uh, ever. <laughs> or, or and still remains one of the most grounded <laughs> games in terms of saying because it's it's 1980s Japan. Um, you're the son of some karate. Sensei, Mr. Miyagi type person. Uh, he gets killed at the beginning of the game. You see who kills him, and you spend the rest of the game chasing your father's murder. Is he not very good at karate then? <laughs> oh, he's good, really good at karate, just the other guy is even, good, even better at karate. <laughs> it's like the, right. the Cobra Kai guy going up against Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi beats Cobra Kai guy. Yeah, all the time, he does. Though. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, the, the murderer is Mr. Miyagi, and your dad's the oh, Cobra no. Kai guy. Oh, so your, your dad's so you're like a bad the bad guy? guy. No, no, the, your dad's a goodie. Oh. I'm just using a mixed <laughs> metaphor here. Just saying that Mr. Miyagi's I'm better at karate. Now. But anyway, yeah, Landy's the baddie. Right. Um, but in terms of why it was so good, there was a lot of firsts in Shenmue. It was the first game, Fist, to ever have QTs. 
Brilliant. So okay. long before... Uh, Blame them. <laughs> well, yeah, because QTs are, apart from God of War, I think God of War is the only one that does them well. Um, they have now become a dirty word, but in Shenmue, they were brilliant. They were directed like, you know, action scenes you'd, like you'd see in a Jackie Chan film or yeah. something like that. So it was maybe you running through a market, like avoiding falling fruit from stalls as whoever you were chasing was Chickens throwing obstacles. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, it was you know, a bit cliched, but it was generally exciting. Uh, and you combine that, like, these sections that usually end with fights and the fighting engine was fantastic, actually. It was uh, a modified version of the Virtual Fighter engine. Mm. Yeah, so it was really solid. There was loads of combos in it. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was it just it felt incredibly absorbing, that world. It just felt like it nailed absolutely a sense of time and place so you really did feel you're like in a in a small small town yeah in japan in the 80s just there was like all all the architecture it was incredibly authentic i had like fully working arcades with actually working old sega machines all oh, right okay because you, you, you grew up in an eight, yeah yeah in yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's, town, it's, yeah. it's a lot known fact but i'm a third <laughs> japanese i spent the first 10 years of my life all in right. kyoto which is right, weird right okay right. um That's good, so yeah it brought what Back in memories, this was just a Bit year after I moved to Scotland. So right, right. Uh, weirdly, it also made you <laughs> do. Lost your accent, mate. It's funny, yeah, 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 it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do a bad Japanese. Accent. No, I yeah. was, I was dreading that. <laughs> then. Advised. Yeah. Uh, I think weirdly, one of my most favourite memories of the game. I mean, it looked incredible. It was like I think it was at the time it was the most expensive game ever made. It was even more expensive Metal Gear Two. Um, it did actually make you do a lot of mundane shit. Right. Like the thing, I think the thing I loved it about it, it felt genuinely like a second life because you'd have to. Bloody hell, that makes me sound sad. <laughs> you'd have to, you'd have to, but your whole day was like regimented because it had like it was one of the first games apart from I think Ocarina Time to have like a proper day night cycle yeah. and a proper weather system. So you'd have to get up at a set time. So your little, so your little alarm would get up and then. It was kind of like a bit of like a detective story. So you'd have a little diary and you'd have to go out in town and meet people mm. and chase up leads. So you'd get up in the morning. You'd have to, you didn't live directly in town. You lived in the outskirts of town. So you'd have to walk down the bus stop. Right. What are you doing, mate? No, nothing. It's all right. Just going to make some notes as well. Just messing uh, about in his pockets. Oh, this it's is right. off, but it's not me off. Go on, go on it's all right. Then you had to get the bus to town. Meeks is a... What? Meeks is a... What? Wang. It's nothing, mate. So, yeah, you'd have to get the bus to town and then you might have to find where someone was and they'd give you a clue and then you'd find someone else and that might lead to a fight and all sorts of crazy shenanigans. And then you'd have to actually get the bus home at night (laughs) and go to bed. And at one stage in the game, quite late on, you have to get a job down at the docks so right. not only you have to get a bus in the town, but then you've got to get another bus when you're in town out to the docks. <laughs> and then probably for half an hour at a time, you've got to drive a little forklift, just moving containers between warehouses. Mm. So you just had to drive this little forklift and painfully pick up these boxes and then put them down in like somewhere else. And you had to do this. It was amazing because when, when this part of the game comes up, you're just ch- chasing a very loose lead, like mm. a, a gang you're looking for down at the docks. But... I think it was always a random point when this gang actually spawned in. Mm. So you'd actually have to wait for this story strand to kick in at like a random interval. So you could very well be, like I remember doing this, you'd go to the docks for like four or five days, play it for maybe about half an hour, 45, just moving boxes. So you'd get up in the morning, go to town, go to the docks, move boxes for half an hour, stop, collect your paycheck, 
get a bus back in the town and get a bus back to your house and go to bed. And you might do that for three or four days. It's real with, life, mate. With the story not progressing at all. Yeah, but it felt incredible for like you know, almost 10 years ago. Do you think that the gang appearing hasn't kicked in for anyone yet and they're still playing <laughs> still it? Playing still playing it. Down Come on! The still in the Dreamcast. But that, that <laughs> film, that film <laughs> for better or worse, that felt incredibly immersive. It felt almost like real life, just like mixing this mundane shit with... You're thankfully is this, more exciting segments. Is this in retrospect or no? Like, even at the time, right, okay. like I loved this at the time, like and I still love it now. It just it felt like nothing you'd ever done before. Like I don't think games had really tried to broach real life before that. I think at the no. time it was quite divisive. It was. It was that. mega divisive at the time. I, and I still I just, think it's quite divisive now. I mean, mm. there are elements you can't deny were amazing. Like technically, it was amazing. Mm. The fighting system was brilliant. The QTs were really exciting. The story was really good. The production values were through the roof. It had, it's, it still has. I think I'll, I'll try and put a put up in the landing page. Um, it's got one of the best video game scores ever. It's got like this incredible sweeping orchestral track that sounds like it's been nicked from a movie. Mm. But like so many, so many Probably things that really <laughs> yeah. highlight out. But then I could understand why people you'd hate, it. you'd absolutely hate. It. I remember it coming into the office when I was working in uh, near Bournemouth at the time. And um, all the Dreamcast boys in there were like... That's when Matey Boy down, got you that like, job, wasn't it? Matey Boy in his leather job? No, the, what, Dave Perry? Dave, no, Dave no, Perry. this is after Dave Perry. This is That was an exit. Post-Dave Perry. This is Bournemouth. Um, <laughs> and Shamu came in and, all, and I mean, it had been pretty hyped as well. It had mm. been a hyped up game, so everyone was looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, mega hyped. And uh, all the Dreamcast boys got their pants off straight away. <laughs> got the wangers all over You always it. seem to be in places where men are getting their pants it's off. It's weird, mate. It just happens. <laughs> yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and ever, and everyone everyone kind of stood around for a bit and kept going in and looking, seeing, and everyone was a bit like, it just looks a bit boring, right? I can appreciate what it was doing, but like you say, it's just not. It was. It's just not for some people. It was definitely a slow burner. You definitely thought. had to get invested in the story to a certain point because it starts off really slowly, but then when you do get sucked into the world, it's so again you just lose it's days of time. World. Yeah. I think I think another reason why it was it's so important character. is because. Yeah. Trying to make an important journalistic <laughs> point here. Um, <laughs> the Dreamcast up until that point had mostly been arcade ports, so right. your crazy taxis, your house, it's all all mm. great, but they didn't have much repo value. You could never really get stuck, your teeth stuck in them. You'd play them for a couple of days, and yeah. Well, yeah, it's great. Mm. But that's it, that's all there is. So that was, it really felt like one of the first proper adventures that you could really had a bit of meat to it, so. Yeah, it's good. Agree with that. Good. So you're gonna send me, or you're gonna put up your your favourite part of the game on the on the landing Yeah, page. I'll probably um, put up the ending in the first game. It's not too spoilerific. I don't um, imagine anyone still think. playing it. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, it's, it's got it's got that incredible score. Because well, the, the sad thing is, it was originally planned by Yu Suzuki as a a five part series, which was right. incredibly ambitious. Because the games must have. They didn't. I don't think they made that much money, and they cost a hell of a lot to make. So mm. I think it was a pretty bad financial move in Sega's part but they only ever made two second second shim was excellent as well it appeared in the Xbox as well mm. but um, that's it after that it just kind of got put to the back burner see I think it's a real that's one reason I think it's a real shame that Shemu didn't do particularly well is because it, it sent out a message to other people and I think from that point there was a lot fewer companies willing to invest in what you know, kind of risk projects yeah. or, you know, creative projects or a developer's vision, mm. they were less willing to put money behind it. And I think maybe, um, uh, what game are you talking about? Shenmue. I think <laughs> Shenmue might have been the starting point for that kind of approach from a lot of the bigger companies like the, because I'm sure Sega probably thought twice about yeah. putting money into anything like that again for a 
a few years. So it sounds like the it's a shame because mm. it, it could have gone. I think it would have been brilliant on the on the next gen systems because even even Shenmue Two pushing the Dreamcast, it went to Hong Kong, and I've been to Hong Kong, and the the Hong Kong recreation was brilliant. And then you kind of go off into the Chinese countryside, so it always mixed up its locations. The environments were always incredible. So, like seeing seeing like a, a big and they could do a properly open world city mm. now on current gen technology. I think it'd be amazing. So it's kind of sad that Sega have never uh, never gone back to. It. I think there's a new Shenmue game being released, but it's on it's a, a social network game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it was announced yeah. last week. So yeah. I, I don't I, I don't think they've ever officially said there'll never be a Shenmue three, but. I think it's. Uh, I think the more time passes, it's pretty unlikely. So, tell was probably the, the razor boy just tearing yeah. over his wrist as he listens <laughs> to this. Don't say it, Dave. <laughs> It'll happen. Like, I don't know. It'll like, happen. It's, it's got. I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, like you know, you can see the kind of noise around Duke Nukem Forever. Mm. You imagine the sort of noise it would be mm. around Shenmue Three. You know, massive. I mean, mm. I think it would sell a lot of copies now as well because it's really built up a certain kind of mystique within the industry so I think I think a lot of people would be willing to give it a shot so. and it, and they could release it on um, on a console mm. that had sold more than the Dreamcast and, yeah. you know, well, exactly I mean, it was, all, it was always it was always hampered because we're all tiny audience we're actually looking at Dreamcast sales figures yesterday and it, compared to the PS2 sold 145 million units worldwide Dreamcast sold 10 so what 10 <laughs> just 10 yeah full just stop just 10 me my mate jimmy bought one right uh, bought the other little eight. bob uh, yeah, yeah totally, <laughs> totally bought six. six yeah and that was it 10 yeah. 10 mm. worldwide oh good lucky challenger that's, that's <laughs> the mouse that roared <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a shame so um, that's that you should um find it and play it i think the easiest place to play some Shenmue because the original will be quite hard to find yeah they got to do a Shenmue HD didn't they shit me well you think they'd be in a good position to probably yeah. just do an HD version now Pump start the campaign now do it it starts here yeah. starts probably early. already started it'll be yeah. some yeah but you, you'll probably be able if you've still got a working Dreamcast and you don't have Shenmue which I, I find hard to believe you no doubt be able to find an eBay quite cheap uh, failing that you can always buy um, Shenmue 2 on the Xbox which will run your 360 which also has all the cutscenes from the original game, so you can catch oh, up right. in the story if you, Ooh, you play Shenmue Two. These are the little press releases. Yes, Ooh. yeah, the little press release. <laughs> it could. <laughs> Just take my big money from take my big bag of money from Sega later. Yeah, I can't believe yeah, it. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they won't be giving you anything for that. Just a free Nando's out there. It's question of the week, Ooh. and this week's question <laughs> is. Uh, What's your most favourite location in a game and why? Oh, that's a good question. It isn't is. It? It's, it's all right, that one. Mm. I think we might have used it before on a previous podcast, but, but you know. Answers change. Yeah, of course they do. It's got to be liquid. Of course they do. <laughs> uh, so we'll go with you first, Matt. Oh, what's what's your favourite location in a game and why? I've got a few. Ah, <laughs> oh, bullshit. <laughs> um, one. I'd say, like, the, um, I don't know, what, what the club's called in Liberty City, the strip ones. Strip uh, poke my hole or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. What What are they? I like can't remember what the ones in Duty Fists or something like that. One of them's just like called Jiggles or something in like there. that, isn't it? Strip right. Club 7's the one strip. in GT3, I think. Say a strip club, probably because um, I'd never go in one in real life. Right. Um, <laughs> is that true? And. Diddies! <laughs> <laughs> hey, cousin! Look at Diddies! I like Is that Borat? Is Borat in there? <laughs> He's in the unlockable character. Unlockable right? character. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you'll never get this. Um, 
I just, I just, yeah. yeah. I'd never, no, I would never, I've never, I'd feel uncomfortable in a strip place. Yeah. I wouldn't like it, mate. I don't like I did, it. I, it's all up in your face. I didn't like it. I've been in, I've, I've frequented a, a few. I, like I just the, didn't like it. I like the female form, but I don't know, there's something with the addition of lots of other men that would make it intensely seedy. Well, no, I think it's just the fact that it's like really false. Like, you know what for you a mean, fact mate? that you're in there and they're only talking to you because they want you to part with your cash. What do you mean? No, that's not true. Is that not true? <laughs> they all do it for the love of it. Oh, they? yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, think no, they even are. got paid. No, you're right. You are right, mate. <laughs> you just got a little forgot. knee trembler. What about, what about you, Meeks? Do you, <laughs> I don't know. Have you been in one? I, I did, oh, I did go in from 18th. It was a horrendous experience. I'll yeah. never do it again. Needless to say, the quality of Edinburgh strippers isn't particularly high. Did, did they touch you? Yeah. Did you have to... We don't talk about that. Did you have to hold anything that had been inserted inside that. their body? I was once in a strip club having a lap dance off some oh, girl while... Some man the toilet. Off some fella. <laughs> I say woman, he was called Colin. Um, and uh, Rick, Ricky Hatton was sat next to me getting uh, a lap dance off, off two lasses. Is he doing lines of fucking Charles off <laughs> nah, there? This, this was, <laughs> this, must have been, this must have been like maybe eight, eight years ago. All oh, right, it's when oh, he's man, on the smack. I'm old, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not. I'm old. Um, so it, yeah. Eight so, years ago, you could only have been about 16 or something. Yeah, like, 16, roll up 16, in, in No, it must have been. No, it must have been 10 years ago. <laughs> Jesus. I'm 28 now, mate. 29 next month send yeah. presents yeah. Um, so the, the strip so club that. then oh well that's the not really club. an answer it's, not oh, right, it's just okay. making about really just so I could say dee dee's alright oh, okay um, you could have just said that anyway yeah but I like I kind of like like nice peaceful areas I do like nice peaceful areas mm. and those ones like the, 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 the flowery bit in flower the first field okay. yeah. it's quite chilled I like to be there just lying down like yeah Naked, <laughs> gentle stroke of the of the breeze against my bollocks. Um, uh, I do like the I, I like all the area in Ico as well. Right, I like, okay. I'd like to get in there and explore that. You know, yeah, and just, naked, with, yeah, yeah, na- probably naked, with bollocks getting stroked, um, bollocks in the black smoke. Um, and I'd say my favourite location at the moment is the first. I've said it a couple of times on this, but the the first just section in Limbo. Right. I'm fascinated by it at the moment. Right, love the it. Spider so much, the fir- yeah, that first up to the end of the spider section. There's so much I want to see. I want to get into the background. Yeah, naked and <laughs> run around in it. <laughs> um, yeah, j- just that first whole first section. I just find intriguing. It's full yeah. of mystery and it's like all. Ooh, yeah, yeah, like mysterious a, it's like, like there's more stories in there, you know. There's okay. all these, there's like things so that's happening. That's about five games. Yeah, been. so there's quite a few, isn't it? So which one's your favourite? Dunno. Diddies, <laughs> <laughs> cousin, you'll never get these. Yes, that's really done. All right, on. okay. So your favourite location is five. Anywhere five I can be different naked. Games, right? And but apart from a strip club, all right, because okay. that'd make me uncomfortable. Yeah, you get chucked out if you was naked in a strip club <laughs> unless you was working there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mix. Oh, my one's not funny. It's serious. That's all right. That's, right, That's fine. Just, this he's made a mockery of the question. Uh, he's made a mockery of it. Uh, my one would be somewhat predictably. I knew you was going to say this. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. No. <laughs> uh, Shadow Moses from Milker Sword, but not the first one. Milker yeah. Sword Four. Yeah. Going back. And see, seeing it, seeing it all ravaged oh, mate, with time. It's too soon. <laughs> it's, it's good, isn't it? It was, um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. It's, I think it's the most I've ever felt in terms of journey past. Yeah. Just in terms of really going back to places I'd never felt nostalgia in a game before. Mm. So actually revisiting 
a location that's quite clever because obviously snakes falling apart and when you go back to Shadow Moses it's mm. falling apart so it's completely abandoned there aren't any soldiers or anything there's just all these little robots and it's in a state of decay and all, all the environments that you visited 10 years before you know seeing them now and they're all you know covered in snow and they're all falling to pieces it's just it's incredible yeah Steve, so yeah, good. and it really a really nice touch when you actually get back to the original landing pad where the first game really starts the helipad. It, yeah, the, the music from the first game kicks in. I think mm. it's called "The Best Is Yet to Come." This sweeping, gentle Japanese. It's just medley. it's just in the it's, um, it's like it's like playing on the wind as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, as you progress, yeah. it's just it, it, and all throughout when you get to certain bits, if you stand in certain bits of the environment, you get little flashbacks. Yeah. Like bits of snippets of audio from the first game, and, and just I think the pleasure of seeing like a, a game that on PS One technology, seeing that fully realised with PS Three graphics was amazing. So seeing like because the first game was essentially kind of top down, yeah. So right. you had to use your, your imagination to kind of fill in the blanks of some of the environments, but to see all that beautifully rendered and the first uh, Metal Gear Solid Four is incredible. So. It's good. Good. Yeah, it was amazing. It's a good answer. Yeah. And it ends in a massive fight between robots, which is also Spoilers. Yeah. a plus. Robots. Spoilers. Plus titties, so. Yeah, plus titties, yeah. <laughs> Got to get it in there somewhere. Um, oh, she said. I was, I was trying to think. <laughs> my bollocks. Um, I was trying to think of where my favourite, most favourite location was. And like like Dragon you, Christ. I ended up. No, not really. Um, like like you, Matt, I ended up coming up with about three or four places. It's, it's always good, mate, to have variety um, in there. But the um, so so one of them was in uh, GTA Four, um, just like as the sun's going down, and and you're and you're like by the river. Mm. Like there was a there was a moment. It was a demo that I had for the game before it had even come out, and um, like during the control demo, they walked down to the. They walked down to the um, the docks, and they just they stood as the sun was going down, looking over at uh, Algonquin. Yep. Uh, from the New Jersey side, or whatever it's called in the game, I can't remember what it's called. What's it called? It don't matter. Broker. 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 Yeah. No, that's Brooklyn, isn't it? It's Broker Back Mountain, isn't it? There's New Jersey's Broker, the, the place with uh, the. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, oh god. What's Albany? Albany. That's it. So you're looking back from there. Um, to Algonquin and like the sun was going down and it was you know it was obviously a controlled demo so they knew when to go and stand there and, yeah. and stuff like that but it was just like since then I've I've gone and done that same thing like a couple of times just drove down there and it was just the, the nice effect of like Nico automatically putting his foot up on the on the little wall and then just sort of oh that was a big pop wasn't it, was it wasn't it yeah no and now Matt's belly's rumbling. <laughs> everything's everything's <laughs> happening, um, but yeah, just like standing there and just watching the sun go down over Algonquin was just like it was really nice because it just looked like Nico was taking it all in. I did, that, I did that so many times in yeah. G4. I think every time the sun was about to set, I got in the car, no matter where it yeah. was, and just like panned the camera around yeah, for yeah. a few seconds. No, I, had a, I had a few moments like that going over one of the bridges near the industrial bit, yeah. and again, you'd catch it just at the right time, mm, yeah. not the right time of day, and it'd all be the smoke coming up from the yeah. the, the industrial chimneys, and you'd get all those big flames as well from the big chimneys. Yeah, yeah and it's kind of dramatic and impactful yeah. yet beautiful in it was a beautiful industrious 
way. It was beautiful. And then you went to the strip club, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did it! Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then another one of them was the uh, the sort of like a corkscrew section on um, GTA, uh, on GT Gran Turismo 2, I think, or 3. Um, the bit in Laguna Seca where you come up, you come up like a hill and then there's an immediate like turn to the left and then turn to the right and it, it's like really steep when you turn over it and like the sun just like glistening right. off the top of there. Mm. So as you're rising up to it, like you get this sun glare in the in the screen and then like as you go down. I think it was GTA 3. There GT. was, that, was, that was all about sun glare, wasn't it? GTA 3? GT. Uh, GT 3, I should say, yeah, GT yeah, 3. Yeah, yeah. Gran Turismo Auto Gran Turismo 3. Auto. A-spec. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that like that was it. But my my the best location in any game ever um, is the the top of Peak Three. Is it in um, uh, SSX Three? Yes, it's that's uh, turn turn all the music off and just listen to the the mountain ambiance. Ooh. And it's just With your trousers, then yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, my, my titties out. Um, <laughs> but just like leaving all the mountain ambiance on and just hearing like the the wind like whipping across and. Just you can do whatever you want up there, like just you know carve for a little bit and just take your time and stuff. And it's just it's really tranquil, and you know that while you're at the top of there, like it's completely peaceful and just, stuff. And just, I just you and the powder. Yeah, just really like just <laughs> like Ricky Hatton again. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> so just I really like that bit, like just having that whole like little play area to yourself without mm. anyone like pissing around in it or the flashing neon lights and stuff. So, yeah, I don't, so I don't my, think I ever favorite. turned off the soundtrack in SSX. Right. I didn't even know you could. Yeah. Like, really, uh, I think it's one of my favourite soundtracks ever from that. I game. think it might have been. I think uh, Dan Dawkins was the person that led me on to that, that you could turn the music off and just listen to the mountain on. That was the idea that you could do that in the PS2, like just have one straight run down this massive yeah. mountain that could take 10, 15 minutes without loading in. That was, that was yeah. incredible. I wish they'd bring it back. It's great, isn't it? Should, yeah, that was a massive series in the yeah. last generation as well. It's just amazing. Well, I know they, they did went, one they the went, Wii, but... They went wrong when they made SSX... On tour, was on it? On tour, yeah, and they brought one. skis into it. Leave the skis out. Make a skiing game. Skis the, Wii one, skis. the Wii yeah. one was bullshit as well. It was yeah. so complicated to do tricks. You had to, like, be painting big eights with your hands yeah. in the air. And it was, it was Who wants to do that? Balls. No one, mate. No one. No one. Uh, can I say another one as well? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Skate 2... Yep. At the top of the dam, looking down before you do like a mad leap off of it, boom, and then slide on. Van Dam. That's that's yeah. Feel, van Dam. I feel a bit sad when we said one. That's all right, mate. All right. We'll move on. We'll read. <laughs> we'll read some out here and from from the community, and then you can just say, yeah, I was going to say oh, that yeah, one as well. Yeah. Um, so the the first one that we got is from uh, Femring forty two on Twitter, and he says, uh, Solstheim. Is that how you say it? Yeah. In Morrowind. Morrow. It's one of the few areas which just has wide open spaces. I really like snow and werewolves are cool. Does anyone remember that? Because I've, uh, I've never played more wind. Never played it. No, but it sounds but I was nice. gonna say that. It's got werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, snow, snow. snow and werewolves. Snowy werewolves. Mad. Snow wolves. Um, Draco Fang, also from Twitter, says Hyrule, the Hyrule field yeah. in uh, Ocarina of Time. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because it was the first free and open expanse I ever saw in a game. It was, it was a free and open experience. It was kind of a moment getting out into Hyrule yeah, Field yeah, for the first time, yeah. wasn't it? It yeah, was like getting, on a point getting away from the, the village and in the field. And do, yeah. do, 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 do
Uh, Mr. Moobs says everywhere in Red Oops. Dead Redemption. Boobs. Not narrowing it down, so just saying like that as a Yeah, that, that would have been definitely top five for me. It says it's, be- it's a beautiful setting for a fantastic game. Complimentary. Your your stomach is making some, gone mad, some noises, man. Stop crapping pop. Really hungry. You hungry? So that I've got a banana morning, in my pocket. Um, Brina96 says, <laughs> says, <laughs> says the nameless city from Mirror's Edge. He says, I'm obsessed with that game and I and I thought the setting and scenery was incredible. What's it called again, that? Mirror's Edge. City. What's the city called? I, the unnamed. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it's, it's given a name, but I'm I can't sure remember it is. Isn't what it is. Isn't it like Metro City or some shit like it that? It could be. It's like some really general sci-fi name mm. for a city. Mm. But yeah, it's, it is amazing. Homogenous town. Amazing. Homogenous. <laughs> Um, also from Twitter, Woolly Mammoth Twenty Seven says, "Fave place would be the peak of the Treasure Trove Cove <laughs> in Banjo Kazooie." It's a blast in the past, yeah. ain't it? Uh, yeah, I remember that. It was, yeah, the, the music cut out and just played ambience. So peaceful. Mm, See, there's a running theme here. There's just, just like a bit of inward bit of reflection freedom. and yeah, get lost in a reverie. No, and no one said like in the middle of a of a bullet storm, <laughs> like getting fucking <laughs> getting peppered. Yeah, no one likes that. No. Um, and the last one from Twitter is Rusty Cliff. Who says uh, the Monte Carlo racetrack in any game says it's just a brilliant track to race in and uh, wish you could do it for real. Mm-hmm. I've actually walked the Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo track. Have you? Yeah. Took you a while, is it? You get beaten. I got beaten, yeah. <laughs> come yeah. last. I, I did come last, especially after like 60 laps and that. Everyone had gone home by the time yeah. you finished. But no, I, I, I walked around it just as they just as they were setting up. I left on the Friday. No. I left on the uh, Tuesday and the race was on the Sunday, so... It is a Craig David song. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've read it. (laughs) Saw the race on Thursday. (laughs) It's like having him in the room now. Yeah, it was. Get out, David, (laughs) you Southampton supporting scumwad. (laughs) Harsh. Harsh, mate. It's true, then. It's gone in on him. (laughs) Two-footed. Um, from Facebook, we've got Sam O'Neill, or Sean O'Neill, sorry, saying... uh, Sam Neill, he's from Jurassic Park, Sam Neill, yeah. (laughs) Sean, Sean O'Neill saying uh, revisiting Shadow Moses in MS, MGS4. So there you go. There we are. Look, have a little, uh, have, maybe you can have a tandem ride with him, mate. Um, I'm not sure about this one. Rob Walker says uh, Chernobyl in Call of Duty 4 because it was so atmospheric. I don't remember it being that atmospheric. That's the mm, Gilly Sniper scene. Yeah, yeah. Like with the I mean, it's fairground and all that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it's it was definitely quite... got its own ambience, I yeah. think. Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, horses, different horses for different courses, courses mate. mate it? Yeah. Boom. Uh, Richie Nugent, also from Facebook, says it would have to be the Memoria in Final Fantasy IX. Can't, can't, I, can't I, I love Final Fantasy IX, but I can't remember any of the names of the locations. He says, I still get goosebumps whenever I hear its theme. The artwork and atmosphere is phenomenal, especially when you first enter and the viewpoint pans down from the massive castle ah, perching yeah, on the cliff. I do, I do remember that, yeah. It's it's right, right, it's right, it's right, nice, yeah. nice bit. Yeah, it's an amazing game, Final Fantasy IX. Average. <laughs> <laughs> no play yet, it? It's surely great. Um, Ambrose O'Neill uh, says Bullworth Town from Bully. Uh, Is that, that what it was actually good. called? Bullworth I'm sure, Town. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it was Bullworth Academy when it was the school. Yeah. So. yeah, it wasn't called Bullworth Town, was it? I don't know. It might have been. Well, I don't know. If the school's called that. A school was normally yeah. called same as a town, isn't it? Ours was our school was called Sidall Moor, and, and that it was in Haywood. So most Tavistock comprehensive. Right. And that was Tavistock. It was in Tavistock. Stuart yeah. Smith College. Where was that? <laughs> in Edinburgh. 
in Okdenokdi. Okdenokdi. <laughs> no, it was in Tokyo, weren't it? He was saying that. Oh yeah, he grew up in feudal um, Japan. Yeah. Fans listening, don't go to Stuart's Mill Hall, which is a horrible place. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he says it had everything: a carnival, boxing club, mental institute, high school, and most importantly, a freak show. If I lived there, I'd be constantly having fights with the jocks. Well, love to live there. He means getting put in bins by the jocks. Yeah, he, yeah, he means kissing, kissing whatever he's called, Jimmy, <laughs> and being put in bins. A, a, a mental institute and a freak show are two of the things I look for when moving to a yeah. new area. The, that and Marks and Spencers. Yeah. Marks and Spencers, mental institute and yeah. a freak show, boom. Good, good catchment area for the kids' schools and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> after that. I, really, I remember really liking the carnival in... Mm. Fuck it, we're calling it Bullworth Town. Bullworth yeah. Town. That was. I really liked the carnival. And that. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. It was a. It was a good place. I also, one of the ones that we missed off here. Another Rockstar game, obviously. But um, the first part of Manhunt was um, was deeply atmospheric. Carcer City, wasn't it? Yeah. Carcer City. Carcer City. Carcer City. But the the bit before you're just going up to the house, like that was that was brilliant. That's a hail of hail of bullets as well. You know, you're going is through like, the maze. The big maze yeah, the and it's, and it's like and, yeah. that's where the that's where the game like completely flips on its head. Mm. So you've oh, been using plastic bags, been using plastic bags and you know shards of glass to off the enemy. Yep. And now it's like, um, what's he called? Pigsy. No, the what's the man called? Oh, Starkweather. No, the 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 character you uh, play as. Uh, uh, you, got, you got them all but that one Jack Cash Jack Cash Jack Cash. Johnny Cash Johnny Cash Cash yes, Cash once he gets a gun it's like yeah now the tables have turned you I arseholes. did play it for a bit with a gun but cause you I'm, have to you literally can't get past that I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, can't remember getting to the maze bit though it was just you, like you get in the mall bit as well when you go through a shopping centre you get yeah, guns I remember as well. the mall in there and I remember being followed by the guys with the laser sights yeah, was that yeah. past the maze no. no, no, I don't no. think I got. You definitely get guns before the maze. But you get, it's, I think the maze. Kind of like piss, you get like automatic weapons yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when it's like, here's all the weapons. Right, Go nuts, okay. my friend. All uh, uh, right. So Next yeah, that, that's that's a good bit. Um, Eddie Sydney Brome from uh, from Facebook or Brome, um, he says he has to be. It has to be the safe areas, mm. save points in Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the, music, like that. the music and the, mm, the early resis was really good. They've got, it's a shame they've lost that now. So he does say five. he does say the music allowed my heart to calm down again. Mm. I'm trying to think, did did Resi Four have safe rooms? It had the mercenary bits. Uh, were safe how they were safe bits, weren't they? I'm, like trying, to, I'm trying to think if you, yeah, because you had the merchant. I'm trying to think if you actually had the manually save or not. Sorry, I meant did, did, did you have to manually save in Resi Four? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. Was there typewriters? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't, yeah, there was yeah. typewriters. Was there typewriters? Was mm-hmm. there? The merchant bits had calming music though, didn't mm. they? Yeah, they did. They yeah. had like so that always was there always what a typewriter in with the merchant bits. I think so. <laughs> I don't. I think did you have to actually? I don't think you had to carry ink ribbons, or did you? They had like the save points, but I don't think you had to carry ink ribbons. Um, no, I think it was ink ribbons. You had ribbons in your hair, mate. I remember like, yeah. when you were playing in it. Your hair. Yeah. It's a shame, Resi Five lost that. Yellow ribbon on the old cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, oh, can't do some food. He's gone wrong. Alison J Campbell from Facebook says, "I know it's a bit old, but all, a bit old. but all the locations in Quackshot, their renditions of of Egypt and Iceland have made me the traveller I am today. Seriously, well, um, I love Quackshot. What is it? Quackshot was the Donald Duck game that was on. Um, good. Uh, it, was, it was the it was the Donald Duck game that was on um, uh, Mega Drive. All right." Do you not remember? Oh, it? I do remember. You could fire shot. plungers, and you had different coloured um, ends for the plunger. 
So like the red one would like take people out. I think the yellow one or green one you could fire it against the wall and then jump on it. A bit it. like Siphon Filter's dark system. It was all about Doc Tills, mate. It was all about Doc Tills over Donald Duck. Yeah, anyway. Um, but that's, <laughs> but that's uh, it was it, it, it was a good game. I'm not sure. I've just seen the last one. Yeah. I only put this one in for you, mate. Uh, Stephen G-Man, also from Facebook, says uh, Edinburgh in uh, in PGR2. Is yeah. it? Have you played that? that yeah, one? have I? Yeah, it was, uh, you got to race through Princess Street and uh, I think through the old town as Did well. you find your yeah. house? Yeah, I found my house, mate, just next to the, the uh, Burger King and the didn't you place that does fries, deep fried Twixes. Sean Connery used to live next door to you as well, didn't he? Yeah. Or did he used to be your milkman or something? Yeah. yeah. No, no, he used to be a milkman then, but he used to be a milkman in, uh, I think it was Broomhouse. You said he was your milkman. You no, did? I said it was my Here's your milk. milk. Mr. <laughs> Stephen Jimman says... Um, I feel the stack. Says it's, it's very, very detailed. All the road signs are the same. The shop windows were perfect. Brilliant. Then what were they all smashed agree? in? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> all smashed in. All, all smashed in, everything in flames. <laughs> yeah. Jockeys run down Princess Street, sticking their head in toilets. Brilliant. It's good. It's good. Strong. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the last lot are from the forums. And the first one's from Austin SJ. Who says the first time you see the halo ring when Ooh. you've crash landed was pretty fantastic. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Says looking at the screenshots from the internet doesn't do it justice, but if you played it, you'll know what I mean. There was, I think, there was a special bit of music kicked in as well, and it did seem to go on forever just above mm. you because it kind of circles all planets. So that was it's essentially what the Vanquish level is, isn't it? Like, no, have you have you have you played? Have you seen the demo of Vanquish? No, no. As soon as you load no. it up, it's like a big ring halo. It's like a big halo. And I think that's Hello. you fight all the way around it. Right, okay. I don't, I don't know, I'm guessing. Some, that some good choices, yeah. yeah um, taste. G- Ginger Ben from the forums uh, says, for me, it has to be City 17 in the Half-Life 2 games. Says, I remember the first time I played Half-Life 2 and the feeling I had when I stepped out of the train station mm. into the city for the first time can only be described as profound, not to mention the boner I had from the gorgeous graphics my PC was putting out. Oh, it, was, it was nice, and he had the boners. <laughs> It wasn't just the beautiful visuals from from the Source engine, but the ambience and the realism of this place really absorbed me like no other game ever has. Yeah. He's talking about his boner when he's talking about Source engine. There. I remember yeah. what, when you go to the train station, you get to this massive um, city square where it's got this massive towering TV and you're getting yeah. beamed messages from the evil man who runs the city. Mm. If Heats was here now, I'm sure he would... Um, recount yeah, his, stroking your balls. No, he'd recount his anecdote about um, Leipzig being... Um, just like the 17, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and Leipzig, so don't, yeah. don't wish for it too much. Stay no. now. And, um, and the last one is from Beano Boy 300, who says, Firstly, one of my most recent, memorable, and favorite ones is the beautifully rendered world of Red Dead Redemption. Had that, yeah, we've done that. We? It was, it was made brilliantly, and every time you visit, it makes you think how much hard work the developers put into giving the game that Wild West feel. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was there was good moments right. in that game definitely. Mm. Yeah, Mexico was one of the big ones. Yeah. Did you find the? Did you spend more time admiring the scenery in Red Dead or GTA yeah, Four? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, they're both they're complete GTA. opposite ends of the spectrum. Red Dead probably. I, I admired the scenery in loads in both, but we never got to kind of like a, a crest or a hill. I just had to kind of stop my horse and just pan the camera because the, the views, out. the views in that, yeah. are amazing. I, I think, think especially I think GTA the one 4 for me. I think I probably spent more time looking yeah, at did. stuff in GTA 4. I think every time I pass the the ridge just near McFarlane Ranch, we can look over the whole of the the first area. Is that the Biffin Ridge? Yeah, the Biffin Ridge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot one. <laughs> Go. 
uh, as a as a as a set location, like the whole thing, um, the island of Panau from Just Cause Two, amazing, absolutely mm. amazing mm. place. Oh, yeah. sn- snowy mountains, yeah, going up to the beach, top of the mountains, yeah, that's, that's uh, industrial areas, superb. Mental superb. Institute, uh, no. Marks and Spencers, no. Low, low catchment <laughs> area as well. Show. I've got to say, just because everyone else has had multiple ones, that yeah. I've got to mention Sherlock Horses as my favourite cohesive world, mm. just because it's so barren and got this bit out. <laughs> Scrub. <laughs> it's time to ask the team what they've been playing. So, Meeks, what have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing not much recently because I've been really busy, but the the few things I've been just playing. Get out, mate. <laughs> it's no excuse. I played, <laughs> I played a bit of Ca- Castlevania, it's Lords of Shadow, right, right. or is it Lord of Shadows? One or two. Oh, you didn't like it, did you? Uh, no, no. Like it, I, I did not like the first hour at all. I paid for it my like own money hour? as well. You like the second Still hour? Stings. Uh, well, I, I just finished the first proper boss fight and I enjoyed that. It's kind of like. Um, when the claws out of each other, the claws, it's a big ice man who you have to climb up his bits and then stab other bits that glow. Up his bits? You have to, yeah, you have to get in his bits and right, okay. do, do stuff to the bits. Okay. Uh, and that was really good, but um, there's just something, I, I don't know why I dislike it, because there's nothing on the surface fundamentally wrong with it. It's, I don't like the camera, because it because it's like God of War 3s, but apart, whereas God of War the camera's always really intelligently framed and it keeps up really well you always feel like it's just a, too, a bit too far away from you like you always mm. feel like you're running away from the camera and sometimes you just want it to stop mm. the combat doesn't feel as satisfying to me like it, it, it's similar to God of War but it mi- misses like all the big gory payoffs mm. like your reward for the combat of God of War is the QTs where you get to rip things stomachs apart whereas there's basically no gore in Lord of the Shadows and it just uh, I don't know it just it doesn't feel as grand but, uh, but I guess like it wasn't made to such a high budget as, as no no no. I mean, anyway, it so. still looks nice. It still looks really nice. Um, and and you know, they've got some really good actors on board. Robbie Carlyle mm. voices the main guy, and he's actually really good. And they've got old Paddy Stewart on board. So I'll definitely persist with it. I think just because God of War three, especially with that genre, absolutely, and God of War two, yeah. completely spoil you. They start essentially with their biggest best set piece. Yeah. Whereas. Castlevania, the first hour of that's just kind of like a glorified tutorial. It's not particularly good and it's not particularly exciting. So I think I, I'm I think so used to... think that's the demo, isn't it? The first hour is... Yeah, or, or yeah. Or not the first yeah. hour, but the first... The opening section I, I is think because like God of War, it just grabs you immediately. And mm. like those games are brilliantly paced and they never look up, whereas this game just feels like... Man, I'm sure, I mean, because it's a long, long game. I think it's yeah. probably twice the length of God of War 3, so it probably has to pace it out. Right. Um... I'll persist with it, but it's not one of those games that immediately grabs you. There's no wow factor when you start playing. You think, oh mm-hmm. wow, that's that's brilliant. I'm, okay, but um, oh, well, I'm sure it'll become acceptable. Out of uh, <laughs> acceptable, um, out of uh, Castlevania and uh, Dante's Inferno, what would you rather play? See, I was, I think I was enjoying the combat in Dante's Inferno more, but I think Castlevania will open up to have a lot more to it. Okay, so. I Cas- think Castlevania I think, or Bayonetta. I think Bayonetta is more immediately gratifying. Right, okay. Definitely the combat's better in Bayonetta. Okay. Mm. Good. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, no. Apart from Bloods of Hell, but Bloods More Hell. Oh, I, right. I finished Hell on Legendary, oh, right. which was well, really difficult, but I quite enjoyed it. Well, so, Good. I'm almost up to the rank of captain. 
and my kill death ratio multiplier is really good plus 150 eh? <laughs> good <laughs> self promotion there Sam. yeah <laughs> uh, what have you been playing Matt um, uh, finished singularity yeah done completed have Enjoy. you finished it? No, I never. I've not played it. Never got a copy. Jeepers! I've just well, I've just Jeepers, given that copy creepers. to Hooters because Hooters is always banging on about it. And then, yeah, I know. And then when I said, "Oh, I finished it. Let's talk about it," he's like, "I've never finished it. Yeah. I only got I only got it's, this little it's bit." Vintage Hooters. He falls in love with the first couple of hours he plays, and then yeah. he keeps me in the go back, and he never. I goes hated back. the first couple of hours, but then, singularity. Yeah. yeah, it does just pick up, doesn't it? As soon as you start getting the the new stuff for his uh, the old wristy madu, the old hand magic. Yeah, as soon as you start getting things for that, that's. Yeah, strong. Yeah, no, I'd good. I'd better than Bioshock. To, uh, for me, yeah. Bioshock Whoa. 1 or Bioshock 2? Both. Well, no, I've played both Bioshock and Bioshock 2. Played yeah. both Bioshocks, I could say. Yeah, just say that. Um, finished neither of them. Just lost interest. It's not, you know... It's pretty tight, isn't it, Singularity? Yeah, it's it's tight. And I, I think a lot of the... Um, um, the environment's really kept me through it as well. There's quite a... Mm. a there's a sneaky variation or... A, a variety to the environments. Um, some really nice moments in the game. It isn't just shooty shooty. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was really old school. I really like the kind of old school feel. There's no like regenerative health or yeah. you know it does feel like it's a harking back to old school shooters a bit. Yeah. Um, all the all the power level up stuff was pretty simple. It didn't bog didn't bog the main action down. So yeah, yeah. I was yeah really enjoyed it. I love the the last section is really good as well because you just like fully beefed up. Yeah. And you just boom. Yeah, yeah. like me on a fucking Saturday night, mate. So that's Singularity. Yeah. Other stuff. Uh, played the Force Unleashed 2 demo. All right. Rattled through that a couple of times. What do you uh, think? It's Force Unleashed. It's another average, average Six Star, Star Wars game. I'll play it to the end, but I don't know. They just don't seem to... I don't know. I was looking at it and I almost feel like they... they, they things like the environments and stuff, they almost take too literal. They don't do anything interesting with them. Right. And for film, I feel like the Star Wars environments kind of work because they're kind of stark and um, they look nice and kind of artistic in their sterility, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but sterility. Sterility. It's um, weird. I thought one of the best things about the first game was the environments. Because they've taken just... a lot of the more interesting planets than the prequels and made them look there's, there's something about them there's something the way I don't know they weren't very the, fun to explore yeah, they, really linear, they almost feel like they're theme good. parks it almost feels like yeah. a Star Wars theme park it's like you can imagine this it's all just been put there for the purposes of running through it doesn't yeah. ever yeah, doesn't yeah, ever feel yeah, like it's yeah, lived in you know it just feels like you're on a you know you know this is what Star Wars looks like there's no yeah. kind of creative license taken with it which they probably can because Lucas would um, teabag them. them or something like yeah, that yeah yeah there you go teabag <laughs> George Lucas got the same voice as George Water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It just feels like sometimes they they want to put they want to do something different than what they do with the games. They make they try and stick too rigidly to right. the look of the films, and it's just like you know, just make it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I hate that again. character as well. I hate him. Well, he's Johnny Stark. Well, he's a he's a you know he is literally a clone, so he's so generic. Yeah. It's painful. Was he called Starkiller? Starkiller, yeah. More Which was the original name. His original name uh, Skywalker was going to have mm. in uh, the original version of Star. They was going to say Trek. They're Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it has some nice moments, but generally, it's very pedestrian, very by the numbers, what you'd expect. Um, but still, it's still pretty cool, pulling Tie Fighters out and smashing them up against stuff. Yeah. So, I like okay. a bit of that. Um, Comic Jumper. Ooh. XBLA twisted pixel game supposed to be good that 
Um, well, I've been, it's one I've been looking forward to for ages because I love Explosion Man. It's yeah. one of my XBLA games of last year. Um, yeah. but, but this just, it, I don't know, it just, it, there's, there's moments, there's flashes of real genius in there and yeah. some real nice bits, but the, the stuff that ties all that together, like the actual game is, again, pretty dull. It's, it's quite... It seems know, sad, mate. It seems quite, seem, well, I was really looking right. forward to it. And the bits in it that I do really love, there's some really nice touches, like the special move is quite a nice little touch, what happens when you do a special move. and What does but, happen? Um, all these kind of um, real arms and hands and feet come on the screen and oh, just right. sort of bash everything down and then this guy okay. comes on and headbutts the screen. Oh, nice. Um, there's, some, there's some really nice touches in there, but the humour is a bit off for me anyway. I don't... I didn't... Some of it was kind of... Just, not enough for you but, but it was I don't know the voice acting work wasn't great um, uh, Keisty from Games Radio US he reviewed it gave it a 4 I probably wouldn't have given it a 4 but it's hard to argue with all the points he made in the review to be right. honest the gameplay feels pretty primitive right you know there's no you know there's no sense of progression there's no like power ups or anything like that and for a shooter just to be going through the game with the same freaking gun the entire way through mm. it's pretty it's, you know that's pretty old school that's like Commodore 64 days we're talking there, you know? Shame. You know, so there's no... Yeah, there's no... They put, you can tell they put a lot of lot into it, but it's just the gameplay is very flat, very kind of a bit one-notey, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, like I say, there's moments. Yeah. It has its what moments. would you have given it out of curiosity? Uh, probably only a five, but, no. but there you go. I'd say it's One an average guy. average game. I right. don't know, maybe I would have given it a four. Maybe it is less than average. Cool. I'll give it a three. Fuck it. Yeah, he's, got he's, got, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone, I'll win. <laughs> um, and last thing, last window. On the DS, that what? that kind of um, last last one I've been talking about. I've been playing it for like a couple of weeks now. Have you? Did you talk about it last week? I've put in. I'll just give you an update. I've put in about nine hours, and oh. I've only just started getting to some interesting stuff. Yeah, I think I mentioned last week. I, a game I've been playing and falling asleep on the train right. while playing it. Okay, right. it's, it's pretty gripping me. Yeah. Sounds awful. <laughs> Good. It's literally, sounds awful. Um, what have I been playing then? Uh, loads of FIFA 11 online with one of my mates. Yep. Got a bit of a tournament thing going on. Yep. Um, where we have to play as every team from a certain league, and then like what even we, like Tippy Lagan and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like if we we well we've I think we've played two. We're almost at three now. So we've done uh, the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and we've done the Spanish Premier League, and we're doing the Italian now. And I've won the Spanish and the English league. What did you skip the championship for, mate? Um, the what, mate? <laughs> Where the real football is. Oh right. The real okay. division You're one. Done, <laughs> Scottish <laughs> Division Three. Uh, four for V. We're, get, we're getting four to that. Four for Gretna. We're getting to that. Um, so yeah, basically we ha- we have to play, we have to play with uh, every team from that league, and then we just top up how many wins you get. Yeah, it's good. Got the most it's good because I'd like that approach because one thing that I like about the football games playing as teams that yeah. no one else ever plays as. I do find you've got all these teams in there and everyone sticks to the same freaking mm. half a dozen, and it's nice going through and you can find some little gems in there. And yeah, exactly. Boom. Yeah, it's good. It's good like um, because then you you sort of like if you're playing as. I don't know, um, AS uh, Cecina or whatever they're called from, yeah. from uh, the Italian league, then you sort of make like little stories up for the players that yeah. you have no idea who they yeah, are. Yeah. So like, when they score, it's like, you know, oh, he's running to his manager, he's, he knew the selection was right and all this lot, but he never does. One of my favourite teams from like, must have been last year's people was like uh, from a, I don't know, some South American league 
uh, what the frig they had um, plate no like Guadalajara oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, um, uh, I think that's where um, Wagner Love that's where uh, United Wagner bought uh, Hernandez from I think was it really I think so yeah I discovered them purely by accident just because I thought I'd play with these lot and or maybe it was Kivas and, and there was another team that Wagner Love was playing for Russia I think he plays a Russian team Wagner Love I think he's moved since I started playing I think he's played playing playing one of the Moscow teams oh, yeah okay Wagner Love Wagner Love <laughs> Sorry, go. No, it's all right. Uh, so, so yeah, I've been playing like a hell of a lot of that. Um, uh, Lego Harry Potter. Still been still doing that. still trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we got to the stage now. Like I'm playing it with my my girlfriend. We got to the stage now where we're just going for the platinum now. All right. You still casting it. spells and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Do they still say the names of the spells? No, they don't, don't say do. them. They, remember, none of the Lego characters can talk. Oh, shit, so they, never, they never speak, do <laughs> that they? That saves a bit of money, doesn't it, on the old voice acting world? It does, mate. It it's does. quite clever, isn't it? So, um, so yeah. But there's there's some... Like, there's there's bits that are hidden away in the levels that it's just like, how would you ever guess that? Like, how would you ever know that that's there? Well, it's a bit just obscure, just like something. Yeah, right. yeah. Just, like, really, really obscure. And there's no, like, guide to how to get there apart from on game facts mm. so, that's, so that's where I go to and find out where all the bits are get back in find it Singularity reminded me a bit of the Lego games actually the way everything yeah yeah all the yeah. stuff rebuilds and that I, yeah. just, I was playing it and thought oh, I feel like I'm playing Harry Potter Lego yeah. 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 and then this big alien came and yeah, yeah, shit yeah, in my then. mouth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, spoilers and I've, I've gone back to I've I finally got into Dead Rising 2 like I didn't particularly get on with it at first because I don't like the idea of having to restart the game just so that you've got um, a higher level mm. of character yep. that you can bring back to start the game again and then like build him up but I think I did it I think it was a maximum of four times I did it oh you've been through the game four times not not finished the game but you but can quit and then back yeah. with the stats right with you exactly and I think I'm level like 28 now right or something and Basically, I'm just like a massive badass in it. What's the level cap on it? What's it 50. Um, that's weird, because I'm on my first playthrough and I'm on level 30-odd. Yeah. I've never gone back, eh? But then Because I then, played the DLC, though, that yeah. helps you, because you can level up yeah, to yeah. an extent with that. But I'm at, the, I'm at the point now where I'm actually enjoying it, which is, you know, like how, how it should be. Um, and I had, I had, like, a conversation with um, a, a couple of people that... That, uh, that I follow on Twitter and we had a, a similar conversation when the game first came out. 12 or a debate over Twitter, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And, four it, or five and it was like, and it was people just like moaning about um, about Dead Rising and the way that it's set up and things. And like I was one of the ones that was moaning, but once you just accept that that's the way that the game is, like it's not, it's not playing by your rules, you mm. have to play by it. Yeah. Then... Like it's it's totally fine and it's really good. You're and okay it's with enjoyable. it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's worked fine. it all out. Yeah, it's worked it all out. The bosses are still rubbish. Right. Like they're 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 so old school. It's just like it just feels a bit like boring when you're doing them. Right. So um, they are like, rubbish. I don't think they're ever abolic though. And if you've got the right weapons, if you've got like the yeah. the knife gloves. Yeah, if but you've got yeah, the right like the design them is just it's you know like mid nineties, just yeah. unthoughtful and it's just it's cheap. But yeah, I'm I'm fully enjoying that now. And uh, the other game, the last game that I've been playing is um, Cut the Rope. Isn't that? Yeah, I've done the first two levels. I've done, yeah, I've done the first two. I'm on the tinfoil box now. First two boxes, yeah. First it's a, two boxes. it's an iPhone game where um, all you do is you you cut a rope. Yeah. And and you've got to feed the little monster that's in each box like a bit of candy. All right. So, like, 
you drop, you cut the rope, and then it falls into the the monster's mouth. But it gets more and more complicated as you go along. So there's like um, the candy will fall into like a, a bubble, mm. and then the bubble will carry it back up, and then you have to use something like to blow it to the right hand side, like a what is it, like um that thing that you. I was doing the shears motion, it could be. Uh, but you use like Bellows like a, is that like way. Like an almost yeah, like an almost well, you yeah. can use it anyway. I guess you can, yeah. yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Um <laughs> not really. But, <laughs> but um there's like bellows and, and you have to blow the, the little balloon across and the, right. the bubble across and then burst it. And it's it's quite complicated as you go on, but it's but it's really good. I'll show you it. Is it on? Later. Is it compatible with the iPhone five or? Yeah, it's compatible with iPhone and five. And the carrier pigeon mate. Oh, yeah. I'll well. whap it down later, mate. Whap, whap it, whap it on. Yeah, I got blue whap on my yeah. iPhone five. Blue so whap. Yeah, I'll blue whap it later, mate. Get it, get it sorted. Mate. I, actually, I forgot the thing I was playing most over the weekend no, was on my iPhone. Uh, Eric, Eric did it. Uh, Eric um, did a little iPhone game of the day on Friday Movie Cat, which is. Probably the thing I've enjoyed more than anything that I've ever downloaded on my phone. I've absolutely loved it. It's, it's essentially just a, mu- a movie quiz, but it's the way it's done, like the kind of charm and it's done with imagination of it. Isn't it like cartoon cats? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like poses. For yeah, yeah. Like famous a lot, a lot of it's films. just like straight movie questions, like match the film with its director, yeah. you know, what won the Oscar for Best Picture '94, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but there are rounds which are use pictures so you get like a cartoon version of like a famous scene yeah. and you have to match the scene with the thing and also I think um, probably the, the cutest thing in it is you get like three little mannequins mm. uh, with the cat dressed up with like famous costumes Yeah. so like they might be Borat so you'll have uh, the suit and then you'll have like you know obviously the mankini yeah. and you know like, and stuff like that and it's it's really it's really well done oh good and when you finish a round, when you finish five rounds, you get rewarded with a little cat scene of him in a, a famous scene. So I think my current, and you can save that and make it your wallpaper, I think my current wallpaper is him with the big spectre and Raiders Lost Ark shining the light down the little thing. Oh, yeah. so, so it's really good for movie boss. I, I'm very fond of it. And it's about £1.59, so I'd seriously buy it. And I don't know why yeah. I'm going down low and down. Yeah, me. just getting quieter and quieter as if you're embarrassed <laughs> about your whisper. endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Time for the Games Radar Hotline. And and first, an apology, because uh forgot to bring the phone over with oh. us. Yeah. So, so like, I don't want to point fingers at anyone, but I think it might have been Justin's fault. Mm, definitely yeah, Charles' fault. Why, definitely. For why we didn't bring it over. Because he, t- he is all excited, because he see a Sonic hat he got in the it office. Was, in. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was because of the Sonic hat. Um, so we won't be able to play out any of your your beautiful voices today, but we'll make sure that we we get them all in. I bet week. there was one from Farmer Palmer, whatever he's called. Farmer Palmer. John Farmer, who was that? Some guy. Te- uh, John Farmer. Yeah, there's a voice message last week. Was there? And there's a, some guy, he's on Facebook now called Farmer. I can't remember what oh, it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. phoned in like in a funny voice and everything. Like, all right. Talking like all Cornish. Oh, know? well, I hope, I hope he it's might still be on there. Yeah, let's hope so. If not, Farmer, I can't remember what his name is now. Yeah. I know which one you mean. I know which one you yeah. mean. Yeah. Uh, but we did manage to uh, write down a load of text messages that yeah. you guys sent in. Um, and the first one is from Rutiger. Um, and he says, Hi guys, got a confession. When I'm writing my T, it looks like a little cross, just like the Nintendo logo. When I go downstairs, I take them two at a time, just like Chris did in the first Resident Evil. My question is, have games ever unconsciously, I think you mean subconsciously, Influenced your your behaviour. 
So, uh, has it ever influenced your behaviour? I think we've had this question before. Games maybe from Ambrose. Or Boys Corps. I don't know, maybe... Um... I've definitely been unconsciously yeah. uh, influenced by a game when I've been lying down yeah. in a gutter in Edinburgh, just right. channeling Nico after my, my oh, seventh still. Yeah. Good. Dad, um... I, I think we answered this. It might have been so subconsciously, time. I didn't notice yeah. it influenced it. Um, one one thing I do um, when I'm playing Modern Warfare, like, you know, when you go in for the stab kill? Yeah. Like, when I'm playing it online, I feel myself, like, moving forward into it, but that's just, it's not really... Influ are you stabbing people in real life? Well, no. No. I'm just sort of <laughs> leaping forward. You might forward, be doing so it subconsciously, you don't know. Yeah, it. Like, I might be. Look behind you, and you'd be like, me, there's a load of dead yeah, people yeah. who've been stabbed yeah. up yeah. on your way home, have a look. I think that's what happened when I blacked out that time. Um, Woke up covered in blood. Uh, sure, but no, I can't think of any any game that I have subconsciously done anything for. I think you might have been taking a piss, to be fair. I think you might have been having a little joke with us. Two does at it? a time. Right. My arsey takes stairs two at a time. Who does that type of thing? Someone that's a health and safety risk. Mm. Down. Yeah. I do two at a time up. When I'm going up, I'll take two oh. stairs at a time, yeah. Two stairs at a time, but down. Big man. Do it in three, mate. Four sometimes. Just exercise your thighs, isn't it? Yeah. Just sometimes I just go down like through the stairwell yeah. in the middle. When I was rappel a, down. When I, when I was a kid, I tied a, um, a bin bag to my back and tried to use it as a parachute to jump down the stairs, and I fell and hit my head on the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have taken the puppies out of the black bin bag first. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> squashed them they cushioned my fall actually yeah. it's lucky they were in there really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was there's a video of it on YouTube right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the next text message is from Chris Thompson who says do you think the internet trend of knee jerk reaction and over the top criticism changes uh, changes to games as soon as they are announced is bad for developers and gamers Sonic 4 Devil May Cry 5 and Infamous 2 have all been subjected to this Developers should be allowed to make the game they want without having to deal with the needs of people who think they have some form of entitlement. Rant over. The internet is democracy, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. That's freedom of speech. Absolutely. People can say what they want about it. That's the, the beauty and the horror of the internet. Troll of yeah, people also write on the internet. 70-odd mm, percent. It's yeah. a precise number. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, good, good percentage. Reactionary twats. So. Yeah. Mm, that's harsh. Ooh. But obviously, the thirty odd other percent that's everyone who reads games reader. Yeah. Backtrack. So, so what what do we think of the, um, as he puts it, the knee jerk reaction then over the top criticism? I guess the I guess he's talking about the, uh, the fact that they changed Dante's look, in yeah. DMC five and, and Tal having a moan about Sonic four and stuff. Tal having a moan about Sonic four. Uh, the changes to Cole in Infamous two. Yeah, changed him back. They were a, they were a direct reaction to all the moan, though, weren't they? That's the thing. Yeah. I think it's. I think if anything, developers and publishers can either look at it and go, "Oh, they're moaning about our game," or they yeah. can look at it and and use it as a kind of, I don't know, a little get get an idea of what people mm. are, gauge a little bit of reaction and gauge what people think about their game. I think I think everyone like he says about like this uh, a sense of entitlement. But if you if you're actually paying for the game, then you sort of. Or entitled to voice. Yeah, you opinion. can say whatever you want. Um, like whether they listen is another thing. But you know, campaigns happen for a reason, and that's what happened with the infamous two one. I didn't want I didn't want like Cole to be changed into some like gap advert frigging character. He was supposed to be like a gruff skinhead that you know was a bit of an arsehole. 
and mm. you know like putting hair on him just made him completely different it's ba- basically it's, eyes. it's either this or communism yeah there's the choices if you want communism Chris Thompson but yeah. move to somewhere where move it's communist <laughs> <laughs> well um, politics not my strong point but I think um, I think basically um, like every, everyone's entitled to have a reaction to it and, ev- and an opinion to things but you know there's there's um, like measured and controlled ones mm. and then there's just people going I hate this game yeah. because I don't care why I've, I've not got a reason just abusive and yeah. full of hate and yeah, yeah. yeah they're clearly think, mental and I think rational people would yeah. be able to recognise those and, and I think it's I think to a certain extent developers need it like they, they need like people to say this is wrong that's wrong because the marketing people they they only have eyes for money mm. so they, they don't really know what what will sell and what what won't? So, listen to the fans. Yeah, be interesting. I don't, I don't, if, uh, I don't mind it. I think in in the right light, it's fine. It'll be interesting to see if Ninja Theory altered Dante at all, because the vast majority of fe- uh, feedback for that was mega negative, wasn't mm. it? I mean, really. I didn't like Dante. Really anyway. hated him. I, I liked I liked the design of the character. Don't I didn't care. I didn't particularly like the character himself, mm. but I did. I did turn him into design. a pig before okay, the next game. <laughs> one yeah. Me, yeah, pig with a massive sword. Pig quite good. Pig with sword. Don't you? Don't you? Pig. <laughs> pig may cry. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> babe. Mummy and the babe. Um, the next text message says, uh, "Well, this one's from Branner." Branner. He says, uh, "It's the Bran Bean here." He's changed his name up. <laughs> Does Bran come? Is that bean? Is that how Bran uh, is made? Is it with yeah. beans? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Never knew that. I think Bran is also a Beano Boy 300 on the forums as oh, well. Oh, he's got a couple of little uh, little aliases oh, attacking from all angles. Um, <laughs> It says, my question is, if you remember, the Activision conference at E3 said that all map packs for COD will have three months three months exclusivity for Xbox. So, does this mean that if any zombie maps are released on PS3, or, sorry. SP3 owners? SP3. If any zombie <laughs> maps are released, PS3 owners have to wait three months for them, question mark. So unfair. Why does this sort of thing happen? It deprives people of much needed fun. I've got um, I've got to agree. SP three owners always get the short yeah. short end of the stick. Yeah, they it's do. Short shrift, short shrift. Um, <laughs> Smeek's taking the piss out of the. It's it's SP three. Um, old Mister never makes a spelling mistake in his life. Well, I can I can say right now why it happens, and that's because money talks. Stinking money, isn't it? Yeah, stinking everything up, ruining everything again. The old stinky money, and I'd hazard a guess that. I think the zombie maps last time were exclusive to 360 for a while. Really? They, I think they kept, well, I think they came out first on 360 and then it was like a month later, then that's when the PS3 got theirs. Mm, I think, yeah, any any maps, I I, I would I would say... It's Microsoft com- throwing, it, throwing it around, isn't it? They got yeah, 500 absolutely. mil to spend on a frigging thing. Yeah. The alternative <laughs> is you, you get it on 360. I know it's not ideal, but... Right. That's it, if it? you if you really want it three months early, then yeah, you just get it on there. It's quite a long time actually, isn't it? Three months. What was the deal on uh, episodes from the BBC? Uh, it was like six months, I think. It was it's nearly a year, weren't it? Yeah, well, I think Gaytoni was the best part of a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. I'd like. I'd be interested to know how, if it made a difference to overall how much they sold on. You know, whether it's in you know the sales on PS3 mm. of episodes was what it would have been if they'd released simultaneously there'd be no way of finding that out though surely ask Michael Pack to mate oh right is <laughs> magic eight ball <laughs> yeah okay we'll, we'll check it out with him yep. but yeah um, 
to to answer that question, I think it's because of money. It's money. It's money, and more than likely, the zombie maps will be released on 360 before. Single PS4. player will keep you going for a few hours. Yeah, for, for an hour <laughs> just, and a half. Just play that over and over yeah, again for like your three months. Yeah. Just think though, during that three months, you'd be able to get really good at that map oh. that you've been playing for really three months. Good. Yeah, like really, 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 really good. good. Like proper good. Just go on YouTube and watch all everyone three sixty yeah. and is having fun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um and the, the last text message is from Mr. Anthony oh. DR. What's up with I me? Just, I, that? I better not meet Mr. Anthony DR in real life or I'll stab him for spoiling Mass Effect Two for me, which I'm still playing through. He's oh, dropped he's a big old spoiler he's in dropped there, a big old spoiler on. Can there. I can I carry on reading? Anyway, uh he says a game confession. I better, I better warn there's going to be a spoiler here, so Make if you don't want to know anything about Mass Effect 2, I'd, uh, I'd switch off now. Um, it says, during the last mission of Mass Effect 2, Garrus died despite all my upgrades to the ship. When he died, I actually shed a little tear. So, a question, what game character have you got attached to and why? And he says, hopefully I'll see you all soon in real life. I'll kill him. Is that a threat? Oh, kill him. I don't yeah. think it is a spoiler, though. Garrus doesn't have oh, to die. Oh, you just spoiled it at the end for me. No, I'm, well, I'm unspoiling it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm undoing the spoil. I'm yeah, sure he doesn't have to it. die. Oh, that's Depending fine. on what choices you oh, make. Okay. So just yeah. make sure you don't fuck it up, mate. Otherwise, oh, yeah. he, he and everyone... Because everyone can die, I oh. think. Or okay. well, no one can die. Um, char- so, characters Sorry. characters right, what, that, what? We've, uh, that we've got attached to them. Yours must be John Marston, surely. Yeah, had a little cry when he died I've never felt as attached to <laughs> mil- mil- yeah. he's honestly he's my favourite games character ever actually ever really he dies all the way through the game mate every no, time he dies I never, just I never, I never, <laughs> I never died often throughout the game so I never died often extra <laughs> extra <laughs> impactful when he but it wasn't the first time died. he died at the end no but you know lessens the blow mate if you mm. know he's you know resurrected already <sighs> you've got to suspend your disbelief haven't you yeah, but I, you know, I just uh, think they, they put, yeah, <laughs> put so much weight on someone dying, and yeah, if you've been dying all the way through the game, and just think it it ruins some of the illusion, mate. Yeah, but that token, you can never get emotionally attached to any game character. That dies well, not the main character, no, not the main character that dies throughout the adventure. That's wrong, mate. If you have a, a non-playable character, yeah, that dies and that's it, they're gone. I don't know. I've probably had, uh, I don't know. Who's uh, yours, mate? Attached to and why? Um. I don't know, but I always remember playing um, Yoshi's Island mm. and every time baby Mario got scooped away, uh, that always used to upset me and the missus. But more, yeah. maybe more the crying, it's just freaking annoying sounds. Yeah, the no, crying was big, didn't I? But that was kind of like a, don't hurt him yeah. kind of thing and then he'd get whisked away and like, what are they doing to him? Why are they taking him? <laughs> it's it's a dark some dungeon in Austria somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie with trousers. Remind me of the baby Mario. <laughs> Um, so yeah I don't know I do get attached to a lot of yeah, yeah but I've forgotten them all so that's how attached that's I was fine, to any man. of them that's fine <laughs> ask me that question give me a couple of days advance warning and I'll and you'll Heavy Rain surely you, you loved Heavy Rain didn't you yeah I liked Heavy Rain none of the characters and that didn't get attached to any of them no not really <laughs> <laughs> just played I call Yoda yeah Yoda yeah Yoda yeah that was, that was pretty pretty good yeah in fact I was I was quite attached to um, the killer Look, we Spot won't say, heads. yeah, I won't say who it is, but what I got game? quite, yeah, I got quite attached to the killer. Yeah, I like the killer. What game are you talking about? Heavy, Heavy Rain. Rain. Oh, right, and right. then, and I was like, oh, yeah, what a badass, yeah, quite like this guy, yeah. Hang on, wait, what? 
Oh no! Mm-hmm. I tell you, I got attached. felt betrayed. Yeah, the horse in shadow. Oh my god! <laughs> the horse in yes. shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. When when Argo, yeah, 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 when Argo like takes a little tumble. Oh. Yeah, I had to prepare the kids because I was playing it with the kids to prepare them for that. I was like, something might happen in a minute. Yeah. It might not turn out well for no. the horse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I guess yeah, because when that happened, that was like a yeah, kind of. I didn't have a milky tear or nothing, but no. just. What, one of the one of the other characters that I got attached to for for different reasons was um, Adam from Streets of Rage, because they got rid of him after right. the first oh, one. Yeah, right. yeah. So it was like, what have you got rid of him for? Miss the lips when a yeah. kiss is gone, mate. Yeah, exactly. But he might have been shit in the next game. You know, they might have made him really rubbish, and then mm. I'd have gone. Was Adam on skates Adam. older brother? Was he? He's. And you have to rescue him yeah. in Streets of Rage too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking skate. I know. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> they brought in that stupid big wrestling guy as well. He was I rubbish. I know. And um and the last one is uh is is uh the character from Dragon Quest, the hero from Dragon Quest. Not the granddad. Cause when, no, because when you get the when you get the ending, um it's like the first ending's like quite sort of sad ish mm. and you sort of want it to all work out for him. Yeah. And then when you know, when we finally found out that oh hang on a second, there's an extra thirty hours of play here or whatever it was, <laughs> we went back into it and then you get the proper ending, the right. happy ending. Yeah. Then you know it was like a fist pumping. Yeah, he's done it. Brilliant, the silent assassin. <laughs> I love you. Fist pump. I love you, the hero. <laughs> I tell you who, what other rockstar character I often felt attached to was uh, Tommy Versetti, mainly because of the Ray Liotta voiceover, which just really reminded me of Goodfellas. And mm-hmm. Goodfellas is one of my favourite films ever. So for that reason bit of insight there ladies so what Dave likes yeah, I mean, what was it I tuned out there what was it you liked <laughs> what did he say it doesn't matter you just listen back to the podcast you'll find out it's the end of another podcast end of another show do you enjoy yourself Matt not really no nope. yeah I did <laughs> yeah, Dave, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't look it you look pretty sad mate oh. Well, weird, isn't it? Anyway, anyway, uh, it just leaves for us to say goodbye. So it's goodbye from Matt. Goodbye. And goodbye from Dave. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Thanks for listening.